Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 10 of Transformers Armada. It is underground. This episode was written by Isayo Shizuya. And the last time on Transformers Armada, Optimus was all too eager to trade the fate of the universe for the lives of five annoying school children. <laughs> and in this episode, I'm in Nova Scotia right now. Hey, Paul, I'm uh, not when we're recording this, but I'm I'm in Nova Scotia now. Hey, <laughs> hi, John. Yeah, home, and oh, man. dear listeners, uh, for any of you thinking of robbing my home, uh, I got a couple of my uh, biker buddies, <laughs> and then a few of the JTF guys I know are doing weapons training um, in my den. So don't don't think, and they got the Rottweilers. So don't <laughs> don't think about it. But uh, yeah, the uh, Red Alert and Hotshot are digging out another area of the ship, I guess, Why and uh, they're doing a good job. And Hotshot's getting bored, but then Optimus gets on the PA because a Minicon has been detected. <laughs> the Minicon and opening bumper. <laughs> And when we come back, the Minicon is in a city. Uh, so the kids suit up, everybody warps. And I know I've said it before, uh, every time I like that warp animation sequence, mm. I really like the way the cars distort and warp away every single time. And then the way time. they come back in just deep from the other end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like how Rad, like, he's surprised a Minicon would be in a city. And it just reminded me of that old Jeff Foxworthy bit where he took his family to see the little Brea tire pits and his brother apparently said, oh, it just doesn't seem like dinosaurs are coming this close to downtown. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I like when they're driving along the freeway and the kids have this conversation of like, wow, can you believe that nobody around us would think that these are actual robots and we're just in regular cars? Huh? Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, but in the very last episode, did Rad not finish saying, well, the secret's out. Yes. Because, <laughs> yeah, Alexis is like, who would ever guess we're riding in a highly developed being from outer space? I'm not sure I believe it myself. Like, it's really, really clunky. And it, it, Alexis, it's been 10 episodes. You should believe it by now. Also, they walked right into the middle of traffic on a six lane highway and like nobody <laughs> went off the fucking road anyway. <laughs> nobody noticed <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, so the signal, it's coming from underground, and Alexis uses her phone thing to guide them to the entrance of a subway system. Yep, with uh, no tracks coming out of them for some reason. And they head inside, and Optimus barely has enough room, so why don't you just leave the trailer? Oh, I'm sorry, the container outside. The container. <laughs> yes, that's what they call it. The this, okay, what happens next is... Confusing at best. Uh, uh, they're all driving along, and up ahead they see a train coming, and Alexis says, this track isn't even open yet. There shouldn't be a train here. That will never be resolved. <laughs> uh, Red Alert and Hot Shot veer off and takes, you know, they, they hide in some alcove or something. Yeah, they just go alcove? through gaps in the yeah, wall alcove. onto another track, I guess. But yeah, but Optimus is too large, so he just starts backing up. <laughs> this grated on me because we hear the train's brakes go and we hear Optimus grinding his container against the wall of the tunnel. And it's just metal on metal for a long time. <laughs> and then he stops and starts driving forward. Yeah, I saw that too. And then <laughs> there's a big ah moment and the train passes and what happened? Oh no, he just hid in the place. He hid in the side there. It just, it was poorly shot, poorly directed. Yeah, well, I guess he found it. I think he says later that he found a switch to switch the track for the oh, train. Da- so. uh, fuck that. But now it's time to split up, and now they're in, I guess it's just an underground, uh, I know there's a name for this type of thing, but I, I'm from rural Nova Scotia, so I haven't got a clue what it's called, but it's like an underground 
center, I guess, because there's like people at I stores. I call it the pedestrian area. It's like yeah. a plaza. It's, you know, it's the mall between a few stores. But yeah, Hot Rod drives through there. We see Red Alert driving along the track. Uh, there's that classic thing they do in cartoons where the kid goes, Mommy, Mommy, there's a thing on the thing. And the mother goes, that's nice, dear. Yes. Oh, we did miss one thing. Did you notice After- the toys that the little boy's looking at? One of them's Hot Shot. Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, one of the things that did happen earlier with the Optimus and the train thing is after it was over, Carlos is like madly and lovingly hugging Alexis saying, thank you for saving me or whatever. It, yes. There's a, a pay, kind of a payoff or a second beat on that joke later. Anyway, Optimus finds like a roundhouse with all the tracks, you know, to spin around. And then the kids find an absolutely nondescript doorway and go, we <laughs> yes. should investigate that. Because there's stairs too. <laughs> and uh, now with the Decepticons, they're down here too. And, it looks like they're in a sewer, though, because there's water, and uh, they think this is just bullshit. Cyclonus can't fly in here, and it's too damn small, and wow, wow, wow. So Megatron puts their Minicons to work to find one of their own kind. And while the Minicons go off to find one of their own kind, the kids find an abandoned station like Subway Station, and Alexis gets righteous. <laughs> Oh, yeah. When she's president, she's going to put a stop to this kind of shit, and she'll save the environment after that. And when Keith David lets her choose between two bills to push through Congress, she's going to pick the one that says, let them eat cake. And also, they're being watched. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, they are being watched. But, you know, Alexis, I'm sorry, abandoned subway stations, yes, we should save the environment, and that's important. But abandoned subway stations don't have anything to do with saving the environment and if they do it's probably because they were replaced with a more efficient subway station yeah get off your horse kid <laughs> anyway uh the minicons see something they point up to the ceiling they combine into perceptor and then they go and punch a hole in the ceiling tile and man i swear every minicon is just under one thing it's under a bit of sand, or it's behind yes. a bit of ice, or it's under a ceiling tile. One of the next episode's even worse. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just right there, but for some reason, you can't reach it. And I thought, okay, you flew up here to begin with, just fly more. But because it's really not drawn well enough to show this, because Alexis says that per- the armor on Perceptor's arms is what's keeping him from being able to get his hand in there to grab it. But it doesn't look like that. It does. That's the weakest excuse I've ever heard. They, what they do is there's shenanigans where they get a ladder. They get Carlos up at the top. He can't reach it they either. They send the shortest kid up the ladder. Oh okay. If God. he can't do it, send Alexis or Red. They're taller. Yeah. This is this is the energy of somebody like half reaching for their keys and going, uh, I can't. I can't. It's just. Anyway, Carlos grabs the thing. He falls down. He drops it under the ground. It's encased in rock. And then he falls in to Alexis's arms, and he's like, oh, you saved me again, uh, and she drops him. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Chemistry? I don't know. But uh, they're going to head back to the Autobots with this thing now, but then a hook from a crane smashes through the wall and lands between them, and commercial break. New Transformers Armada. Join Optimus Prime and Megatron in the battle for the Minicon. Megatron, prepare for attack! But Optimus Prime prevails in three modes. Vehicle, base, and super robots. You convert the truck cab. The trailer unfolds into a mini-con base station. 
then convert again to build Super Optimus Prime. Back off, Megatron! New Transformers Armada. Each sold separately. Actual change time will vary. Batteries not included. And when we come back, the kids are being chased through the tunnels by that crane truck thing. Yes. And Alexis thinks it's got to be a Decepticon. It's chasing us. Duh. But uh, now there's a broken subway car blocking the way. And when she's president, Alexis will make good and damn sure <laughs> this never happens again. We're not going to have broken subway cars, but the crane is still after them. And to give Alexis credit, if a giant assuming it's a robot, a giant robot is chasing you down and ripping apart the train cars you're trying to hide behind, I would assume it's a Decepticon as well. Yeah, <laughs> all, all indications are. But uh, then Highwire tells Rad something and they take off and s- kind of slide under the subway car. That was a neat and shot. the other kids do the same things with theirs, yeah. And but now there's more broken subway cars in their way. Yeah, and thus begins a chase. Actually, you know what? There was one shot I loved earlier where the kids are running down the hallway, and they, just before they get into the train cars, they look back and say, is it chasing us? Yeah, it's coming up fast. And they cut to the hallway or the tunnel, and the shadow of this thing slowly moves out from the center of the frame into shot. It was just so dumb and then anyway it got a laugh out of me but the kids run through these subway cars and get cut off by the decepticon minicons yeah we saw them taking a side tunnel earlier and that crane is still after them so rad ramps off of nothing out a broken window and the others follow him and so do the minicons although alexis says no don't first for no reason it's not a dangerous thing and then immediately follows anyway yeah they flee they get into like they duck into a cave and with the help of the minicons lift a boulder up and like seal the entrance off yeah, even though the Decepticon minicons were like 30 feet behind them, they get inside <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. this thing and cover it with a giant rock and they've given them the slip. <laughs> <laughs> so then Rad does maybe the only smart thing he's going to do this episode. He uh, puts punches their coordinates into um, laser beak. And sends him off to Optimus. Yeah, sends him back to the Autobots that are too far out of range to contact. So how's Laser Beak going to fund them? Anyway, it doesn't matter. With the Decepticons. Magic! <laughs> with the Decepticons, their Minicons bring them up to speed of what's going on. The kids have the Minicons. So Megatron says it's time to move. And he blasts at something. Yeah, okay. That was my note. Yeah, he shoots something. I'm not sure what. And and even one of the, uh, I think it was Cyclonus goes, wow, great shot, sir. Yes. You see all these manholes popping off of, up in the street. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I guess the way is clear for them to move. Yeah. So they head out, uh, as do the Autobots. They get the coordinates from Laserbeak. They head out to find the kids or head into the caves, tunnels. I keep saying caves, the tunnels to find the kids. And then the cave, the actual cave the kids are in, gets blown open by Megatron. And this is one of those great shots that shows you how God damn massive Transformers are in this universe. Oh, yeah, because you see the kids standing in front of Megatron, and there's little specks compared to him. They're ants. He's He's, he's like the last boss of Jackal. Remember that game on the old Nintendo? I do not. That huge fucking tank you fight at the end. That's how big Megatron is compared to them. He he reminded me about the size of one of those Earth Mover dump trucks, except he's a tank. Anyway, um, he demands the Minicons, and then all of the other Decepticons burst into the room, and they surround the kids. Yep, and Cyclonus is about to stomp them flat, but then the hook from the crane that we saw earlier, because he's here again now too, or it's here again, flies in and wraps around Cyclonus's leg and pulls him over. And then the hook 
kind of digs into the ceiling and the truck starts zipping around all fancy crazy going off <laughs> walls and uh, flips about they can't shoot at it and it transforms into a big orange transformer yeah I said it's grapple that's what I'm gonna call him for now it looks like it should be grapple and uh, Starscream gets the sword out and he's about to slice the kids up but grapple knocks that away and grabs the kids but in doing so Rad drops the minicon <laughs> it was a great shot here where he goes the minicon and they cut to the minicon falling for a while and then Rad reaches out for it. Dude, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the, the uh, who is it? Somebody fires, and the the we get an actual cave in. That was kind of awesome, like a real cave in <laughs> in a cave. Um, and the this transformer shelters the kids, and everything falls over just as the Autobots rush in. Yep, and Megatron tells Cyclonus to dig that minicon out, and Optimus wants the kids, and Cyclonus says something like, "Yeah, I'd like to help you with that, bud, but they're fucking dead." And Hotshot starts running at them, but Demolisher just blasts them back. <laughs> so, of course, the Decepticons warp away. Uh, the Autobots dig out the crane truck transformer, and he saved the kids. The kids are all safe. Yep, I think Ironhide did something like that in, in G1. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But uh, th- it turns out that he's a fr- Oh, uh, I think it's my turn. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. I'm here today with an offer you can't pass up. How many nights have you stayed awake wondering where and when your child would find their very first robotic stalker? <laughs> I don't have kids, and that's actually kind of a mess. Well, want to know more? With this new and improved smokescreen, your children will be stalked in abandoned subway tunnels anytime and any place. What's he calling this one? Smokescreen. Does it suck? Yep. Cue the music, Lou. Welcome to another episode of the podcast within a podcast, the Smokescreen Sucks Podcast. Wait, wait, what are you doing? This is my time to do the rant. Not today, my friend, because in this episode of the Smokescreen Sucks Podcast, Smokescreen sucks because his actions stand in stark contrast to his words. He insisted that he was friendly and simply looking out for the children, all the while stalking them in the dark and tearing apart everything they tried to hide behind. All he had to do was say, I'm an Autobot, and all the misunderstandings could have been avoided, but instead, he acted like the creep in every after-school special from the 80s. And I haven't even talked about the way he looks. Obviously, this show cares little for the established canon when it comes to the appearance of Transformers, but this is a bit much. Could someone please explain to me what a crane truck has to do with smoke screens? Does he flood the area with black exhaust from his diesel engine? Maybe he pulls clouds down from the sky with that hook of his. It doesn't matter because this show likely won't have him ever use a smoke screen. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dipickers Podcast Show Underground. Paul, dig deep and tell me what you thought of underground uh, i think they should uh, see what i did there <laughs> i was gonna track yeah i think they should bury this one because yeah it wasn't <laughs> great uh, like usually alexis doesn't really bug me but in this one she's just ridiculous like where's it when i'm president i'm gonna do this like where did oh, that wow, come yeah. from out of nowhere like even when she was telling the boys earlier on you got to clean this place and was getting really angry at them and then scolding them for wanting to torment a minicon i get that i'm, I'm kind of on her side there this was like <laughs> just shut up and uh Smokescreen, is it? They're, they're going to call the crane smokescreen. Like, it what was no wrong sense. with with grapple? Grapple is a noun. You, you or I'm sorry, grapple is a verb. You can't copyright a verb. You can call him that. And and he also kind of reminds me of Ironhide, just yeah. even the look of him. Yeah. You know what? I've, I've now come to the conclusion that the naming process of for this series involves a dartboard. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, here's the the other thing I'll say. When are we going to see the magic rainbow frisbee again? <laughs> 
forgot that about that. That should be in every episode. I wonder if that was a one and done. <laughs> it better not be. Uh, what's the next episode we're going to do, Paul, is ruin. Uh, if you want to, I don't know, ruin our lives, find us on Twitter. Don't really ruin our lives. Uh, these are all dumb jokes. I'm at John Sobey, <laughs> and Paul is at pmcpherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode... Keep on transforming! See you later. It's gotta be a Decepticon, it's chasing us, duh.